0: And welcome.
1: It just starts out like that, huh? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just that quick. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Hello. Right into character. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) zero (laughs) to (laughs) 60. Boom.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Far Out. My name is Todd Perry. The right of me is the Great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Oh. Oh, wait. Wait. I guess we got to do a a formal uh, introduction here. Oscar Taeda is uh, joining the show in the third chair. Oscar, what are you promoting today? What's
2: up, man? Nothing.
0: Nothing. Nope. So there's no, like, uh, stand-up appearances, no, like, book you wrote. uh... No, no, not this time. For those of you who don't know, Oscar Tayeda is my old roommate of many years. Goddamn great buddy, and uh, he's been on the show a a bunch of times. He's just a funny motherfucker, so uh, he's hanging out with us on the show today. Right on, man. So, uh, Buck, how you feeling? Doing all right, my
1: friend. Uh, Spent the day at a wider again, so feeling all right. Ooh, nice. Yeah, not a bad San Antonio? No, uh, Rosenthal Winery. Oh, oh. Oh, yes. Where is that? It's out there in Malibu. Ooh. Oh. you messing around. <laughs> I'm not fucking around, my
2: friend. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, come out there, try my truck. Mm. That's a, that's all the promoting I'm doing, Oscar.
0: Food trucks in Malibu.
1: Making me feel bad. Yeah, not a bad... That's pretty good. Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, speaking of food trucks, so there was a whole bit where we were promote, promoting, if you happen to listen uh, or follow the show on the Twitter or on the Facebook... Uh, oh. buck perez recently tv star reality show yes yeah so it was okay it counts T- top of the heap counts yeah so buck you were on uh was it no, was it mystery um, diners the show on a food network yes
1: it is the food network and the show is mystery diners as in uh they put uh cameras all over our truck i didn't i didn't know but they did
2: Feel that this I watch that show on a regular basis. Yes. Aside from the Buck Show. Oh. And I must say that they really went all out.
1: Yeah. It was a pretty good one, right?
2: They really went all out mm-hmm. because I mean I do actually watch the show and like, you know, they jerry rig a restaurant, which is already an established building and like they'll, they'll put their cameras and do their thing. Right. But for this specific one, they had to get their own truck full of cameras. To do their business. And it was like they went to the next level on it. I really thought that was pretty good.
1: I felt like, you know, uh, NSA was on me after seeing the video and stuff like that. (laughs) It felt kind of weird, you know? Because they didn't ask my permission that much, you know? Gotcha. They they got me after.
2: Oh, interesting. I'm,
1: I'm still there. I kept the job, so. You know, mm. blame so, Obama so, and Nixon.
0: Yeah, so the, the, I uh, I was watching it, and so I was all excited. Like my buddy, our good buddy uh, Buck, we had friends over. Like we we uh we friends. I did. We had uh, my, my man Eddie the Hater from Brooklyn was over. Uh, we, had, we had a couple buddies over, and we, got, we watched it over uh, at my house, and we're like, oh, my God, Buck's on TV. And like, there was like a, a significant amount of Buck on the television, not as much as we'd like. like. You didn't have that many lines like right into the camera. It was like they were kind of filming you on the truck from a distance, but it was like clearly there was some buckitude happening on a, on a big TV station. This, this face is not made for prime time. That's why,
1: why we're doing a podcast for right <laughs> it's on radio, yeah exactly, so have you, what what's so better from a distance?
0: what's yeah. the response been on your uh your time on mystery diners?
1: oh, nothing but good times, uh, I think my boss Pete, who is a personality, right yeah you saw the show, oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that is Pete, and uh yeah, more than once he's uh he's taking pictures with people and shit like that, nice, yeah, it's crazy. what was interesting so, though was that was but, that go ahead I'm sorry, getting a lot of residual business, good stuff it seemed like. Like Pete
2: has a lot of confidence and trust in you.
1: (laughs) Oh really? Uh, That
0: that 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 was a takeaway. It was like Buck Buck was the guy. Yeah, he was like that's my best one. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Shut up, lady. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Taking over taking over my spotlight. So, Buck has after your appearance on the show, has anybody come by the Roland Lobster truck that you work on and been like, "Oh my God, I saw you on TV"?
1: Um, yeah, actually, a few customers have come up like specifically and said like, "Oh, we're here because we saw you on the show. We we want your stuff now." So that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Came all the way from I think San Diego or something like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: So, what was it like? I was like, like for us,
1: really? Oh shit.
0: What was it like like watching yourself on TV? Like that had to be pretty badass, right? Like Uh no, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh really?
1: I, I'm not someone who like likes home movies yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Again this But you like, do, do the podcast. Is how was that podcast? weird that
0: you you were on like how, how it was like listening to yourself on the podcast? That's fine, but being yeah. on television that was a, a weird weird The visual
1: thing. is something, you know? I'm not I'm not a visual person. I like being on the radio and people not really knowing what I look like. On on the daily. <laughs> or the or the or the Os- in general? Or, or the Oscars shirtless right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a good visual. No, no.
2: But I wear it proudly. Well, it's, it's or not it wear is. it proudly.
0: So now I I know that there's limits about what you can talk about because I'm. I assume you signed a certain amount of paperwork. Oh yeah, for doing the show. But do you feel that your appearance on Mystery Diners was an adequate reality depiction of your day at work, or was there something kind of produced in television about it?
1: Hmm. Well, I didn't know it was happening. Like, when it was Oh, you happening.
0: honestly didn't know it was happening when they were filming you? Todd, I didn't know. I did not know.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What am I on the stand right now? It's no,
0: I'm just because I've never been on a reality TV show. I mean, everybody now is all. Todd's
1: jealousy. It's, it's called
0: reality TV for a reason, Todd. <laughs> all
1: right. Let's just end the subject.
0: <laughs> but altogether, uh, so what was the best kind of feedback you had from people from your appearance on television? Uh, that I looked stunning.
1: <laughs> people have stopped me on the street and told me that. Stunning. Yeah, no, it just, you that's just kind of... That's what they say. You
0: just kind of look like Buck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can Again, we talk about any of for, the
2: specifics for. about the show or no? Is it too late? Uh, not really. No. Yeah.
0: No.
1: Oh. I have to wait like 10 years. So, no, not
2: you specifically, but can we like discuss it on the show about what what happened or no?
1: Oh, well... I mean, them trying to run another truck and stuff yeah, like that. Stuff so like the, that. The, ba- the basic
0: I mean, that's thing... That's okay, right, to discuss? Yeah, I yeah. believe so, yeah. The, the basic thing was that Buck... There was two trucks of rolling lobster. There was one that was like the good truck, and uh, and that what was... The best where, employee, Buck. The you best mentioned it specifically. Best employee. So that was like the control.
1: Hey, Anthony's pretty co- good too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Anthony kept his job.
0: Oh, what, yeah. what I
2: learned about Anthony is that he's an honest guy. <laughs> That's really what I learned yeah. about.
1: That's what you took from that?
2: Never saw well, him before, but I would go to him. And I don't mind like giving him wrong amounts of money and knowing that I'm going to be safe. You're, right.
0: you're,
1: you will be compensated. Yeah. yeah. You, you will be compensated.
0: <laughs> so there was a good truck that was the truck that Buck was on. And then there mm-hmm. was another truck with some guys where the guys were taking the truck after work and then selling soul food on the same truck and mm. then... Uh, evidently Buck's boss had no idea this was happening and so the mystery diner people showed up and found that these people were Charles yeah, yeah Charles helped us out yeah, yeah. so uh, was it a big revelation at your work when you realized that other people were stealing a truck and selling soul food off it later or was that no.
1: a well? That's did not... you know
0: that was happening Buck of course not
1: that's not good business uh, I, I mean soul food who doesn't like soul food I love soul food who d- soul food is good come on back me up but uh yeah as far as it happening in the moment, my my every day is the truck, you know? That's, what, that's so what you live on. one day bleeds to the next. I don't really remember stuff too much. So if somebody so is doing... It was kind of like they stopped me in the middle of a roller coaster and said, oh, yeah, we were filming you for the last uh, few weeks. I didn't remember. Did you
0: get paid for it? Huh? Did you get paid for it? No. Well, I don't know. Uh, outside yeah. of your rolling lobster paycheck, did they pay you to be on the uh, TV show? I hope you got paid. No, I don't get paid. Cause I I, I, don't, I don't I didn't see you showing I up like in a fancy I don't new get car. paid
1: I don't get paid now, okay?
0: Oh, for the rolling lobster or the podcast, just exactly. I don't get paid for shit, <laughs> but gets paid in lobster and then here in Bud Light Platinum. It's a good life, you know. Right. I, I've learned to live within my
1: means, and and that's <laughs> a, that's a what that, zero income those things means to me. You know what I'm saying? They means to me.
0: Here's here's what I respect about all this. You've shown that you were a good employee on the TV show, and you also showed that you did a very good job at adhering to your non, uh, your your ND that you signed the non-disclosure agreement about the television show. Oh well, thank you. David. As to what you can actually talk about. <laughs> oh, thank you. But all in all, it was cool. Like our listeners got to sit and watch you on TV. So that was a that was a big win. Yeah, it was. All you right. can comment on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm don't really Fucking nothing out of this. I know.
1: Well, I mean, I've got
0: Buck was on TV. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's gonna be something good to talk about. And Buck's like, I gotta talk about
1: it. Son of a son of a lawyer. What do you want? You know, <laughs> I go into shit ready. I'm ready. You know, I'm yeah. like Cochran up here right now.
0: I, I wanted some stonewalling, dude.
1: Fit. You must have quit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thank everybody for listening <laughs> to the Far out Podcast, and every, everybody who wanted some kind of uh, download details about.
1: No, that'll be later on. Yeah, like I said, ten years.
0: Ten years, I can talk okay. about this.
1: We'll keep the show going that long, just okay. just oh, yeah. for that
0: reason. But nothing. You have no stories from being on the Food Network, on TV, that happened to you that you're like, oh my god, because I was on television,
2: X happened. No, or triple X happened.
0: Well, since I since it's
1: happened, triple X has happened. Okay, good. So it's a good life. Oh, okay. While it was happening, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, okay. I did not know. I did not know. He did look good. <laughs> so, i like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out podcast. And uh, again, television star Buck Perez. Uh, here's here's my problem, Buck. Huh. He, here's what I really want to get to on this. Uh, here's uh, some things you could have done. Where's your, where's your but, harp? Could you keep fucking harping on this shit. <laughs> what is going on here? Here's what you could have done. Here's right. what I would have appreciated. Maybe a shirt that said the Far Out Podcast. Hmm. Maybe it it said Buck, podcasting star, right? Right. Like maybe there was some way that you being on, I don't know, not national, but, but fucking one of the biggest cable networks in the world could have promoted the show and got us up
1: and we could have been top ten iTunes. I could have wore headphones, and the guy's like, "Hey, pay attention! I'm listening to Far Out Podcast." Okay, that would have been yeah, good. that would have exactly. been good. I Could have name dropped us.
0: You joke, <laughs> but it would have been nice, right? You joke. And, you know, if I you joke, you make joke. <laughs> you funny man, make a joke. And, you know, and especially when the show is casting you in such a good light. You know. I feel like it's like there was times when we first started the show and John was on the show. John went on like a, a podcast. It was a really big, popular podcast. Didn't mention this. All right? We could have doubled the download numbers now if John just would have said shit. Uh, Buck, no, nothing. Did, did you maybe say something and you, they cut it you've out? You've compared me to John many times.
1: <laughs> like, Have you ever met John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've compared yeah. me to John many times.
0: What's wrong with that? John's John one's uh, But I'm saying
1: uh, I'm like John in that way. I'm not a fucking sellout, you know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah, pretty punk rock, right? Not a fucking sellout.
0: But it's not selling out when it's selling the, out to the, the man. But, but but what we do is punk rock, right? We're doing it out of the garage. It's uh-huh. it's not like you're giving money to CBS, dude.
1: That's true. All
0: right, but I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to give you shit. I'll selflessly promote next time. I just my my thought is that if you know you're on TV, right? You need to promote me. <laughs> this is my <laughs> thought. All we have is like one shirt that's as far out, and you got it. And that's I've true. asked you to wear it on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So maybe we should have put that on on the show. And I would have seen a little tick up in numbers. But like, why is it? Oh, Buck, Buck's wearing the shirt on TV. The shirt. Or at least they could have blurted <laughs> it out like MTV. Like back in the day when people would wear shit on MTV, and it would just be like pixelated. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Or people would have the I black want, tape over it. I want it.
1: my MTV. I want we'll my
0: MTV. Yeah, we'll pixelated. So, on today's show, we're gonna. Oh, dis- she's dead. Oh my oh, God! Oh. <laughs> See,
1: yeah, I'm playing sound clips. I don't even know.
0: Slow beginning to today's show. Uh, what today? I'm gonna reveal something very important on today's show, huh. and that's my enemies list. Got it. Oh Every great, like, if if you go back, and and then also we're gonna talk about a weird new. Uh, funeral practice that's going on. So mm-hmm. we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, any great person of power has an enemies list. Like I'm sure Barack Obama has an enemies list of people that have done him wrong in the past or people that he wants to screw over, right? True. Right. And, and I'm, Richard Nixon had one of the greatest enemies lists of all time. Like that's the, uh, you know, it's the Magna Carta of enemies lists. Right. Like so, if you were on Nixon's enemies list, you were somebody. Right. badge uh, of Honor. I know, and and so I was thinking to myself that, like, if every great man has an enemies list, then I need to make one because I I need to have that clarity because, A, I I am very terrible at holding a grudge. Hmm. Like, if someone does me wrong, I forget about it. Yeah, when you sent me
1: this topic, I was like, "Ah, like, why even put energy into this? Like, why am I thinking of people to kill? What's going on? Well, it's
0: not necessarily to kill. It's just the people that...
1: When I think of enemies list, I think, Take them out back, shoot them. shoot well, him in the
0: head. Well, eventually right? when I do get to the point shoot where I can the... ask people to kill for me, then yes, these people will be, as the, old, They're the first ones.: as the radiohead lyric goes, when I'm king, you will yeah. be first against the wall. Right. You know, and every, you're not anybody until you have an enemies list, <laughs> you know, and I know like Buck, I'm Buck, somebody now, I've been on TV. I know. So now oh you need gosh. an enemies oh list. Oh my gosh! This is why this is happening. You need the guys running the the uh, <clears throat> soul food truck to be on your enemies list. I'm taking them out. So I started thinking to myself, who is on my enemies list, and who are the people that uh, that I'm just not going to do business with anymore? If I see them on the streets, I'm going to give them the what have you? Or what's the what have you exactly? <laughs> I, I just walk up and I say, "What have you?" <laughs> no, I thought it was like a "fuck you," but no, yeah, no it's, it's just the like what, like, "what have you." Whatever, it's a glare. <sighs> I did that like when Murray gets mad, he goes <clears throat> and glares at the, the our other dog, Scout. What are you, That's Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf? <laughs> yeah, Teen Wolf. <laughs> I am Teen Wolf. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I've, I've been writing my enemies list, and I wanted to share it on the show. All right, so. I have okay, so I've come up with five people that are on my enemies list.
1: And is this like Hitler, like people like that? Whoa, you, you could whoa,
0: a, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't equate me to Hitler. Hitler's not on the enemies list. Oh no. yeah, he he would if he was. I'm saying, I'm saying your enemies list. I mean, he's alive in Argentina, so yeah, he is on my enemies it's, list. Yeah. Should I run into him at a cafe? It's a well-known fact. Yeah, like if I go to. Uh, like the World Cup or whatever, and he's sitting next to me in the press box in the in the VIP seats, and you know he's he's rooting for Argentina. Then maybe it'll be a thing.
2: Now you'd probably be like, "Shit, that's Hitler."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to go over my enemies list, and then if any of you guys have people on your personal enemies list, I'd like to, you know, you guys f- feel free.
1: I have to- people on my contacts I want to take out. You know what I'm Just your contacts <laughs> yeah, list? Yeah, not Good. even a personal enemies list. I got him on my contacts, dude. Oh, that's. Yeah. Buck Perez contact list. Keep your enemies close.
0: You know what I'm saying? Keep your contacts closer. That's what I'm saying. Number five. There's a man, I don't even know his full name. This son of a bitch. Hmm. Like that. All I know is that he was known as Gucci Mike. Gucci Mike. And he was a Gucci model. That was friends of one of my ex girlfriends back in the day, and here's how here's how you make it on my enemies list. This bastard, we were drinking one night, and this guy was a Gucci model, and so he was honestly as as man to man, he was a good looking man. Like honestly, one of those dudes just sitting next to me, like goddamn, I feel like a fucking ugly son of a bitch sitting next to him. And so we were drinking one night. <laughs> how often does that happen to you? <laughs> Is that a weekly thing? It hasn't yeah. happened tonight. Okay, <laughs> good. So he's. We're right there. I'm, I'm hanging out with this guy, and he was friends of one of my exes, and he was friends with this other gal we used to hang out with that used to date uh, Schwartzman. Mm. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Like, I used to hook up with this chick that used to hook up with Jason Schwartzman. So right. that's your claim to fame. Our, our DNA is swam in the same pools. Ah. Mm. You remember Annika. So. Oh, oh yeah. Schwartzman, huh? Yeah. Oh. So this guy, Gucci Mike, one night we're hanging out. And he gets drunk, and he, you know he, he
1: call He goes, uh, uh, "Is that his? Is that his nickname for himself?" That's what people called him. Approached him, "Hi, I'm Gucci Mike." That's that's what people called him.
0: He he never said it out of his own mouth. No, mm. no. But everybody called him Gucci Mike because he's a Gucci mm. model. And he goes, he goes. So, uh, how's it going, Timmy? Oh yeah, and I was like, what? oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. I was like, what? And he goes. And then uh, one of the, the gals is like, yeah, yeah, uh, everybody calls you Timmy because Gucci Mike said you look like Timmy on South Park. Oh, motherfucker. Timmer. Oh, Timmer. Because I guess he has a, like, Timmy in the wheelchair on South Park had like a big forehead so, and so like good. a short haircut, like a weird fucked up haircut. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you look like Timmy. And then I looked at Timmy and I was like, yes, I do look like Timmy. Like, and, and so I was like, no, this, fuck this guy. This guy was for so pr- me. The
1: pretty boys getting on your looks.
0: I mean, that's like this, a, is, like
1: a, this is like Mean Girls. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Your life is like Mean Girls. And the
0: guy was like a pretty boy, like yeah. dissing other people for their looks, which is like the worst thing. It's like if you're Michael Jordan, dissing a guy for an average basketball game, it's like, dude, you're fucking Michael Jordan. Like, dude, what a son of a bitch piece of shit. To make fun of my looks as a as a as a male <laughs> fucking model, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's looking down at you. Definitely. So
0: that's how you get on my enemies list. That's how he's number five on my enemies list. Is Gucci Mike? Gucci Mike, I don't know where you are, but if I see you one day, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna break your pretty face. Ooh. I'm gonna be like you know that scene in um, you know a, I'm doing, another another I'm,
1: guy. Oh, I'm googling Gucci Mike right now to get that shit going.
0: It right. probably comes up a rapper, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. Gucci I'm sure Man. that's
0: his
2: Twitter handle.
1: <laughs>
0: but but here, here's the, if I, it. If I if I see him, it's gonna be like that scene in uh, Fight Club, yes. where they beat oh. the shit out of Jared Leto, yeah. who'd also be on my enemies list if I knew him. Right. Where where they beat the shit out of him, and he's just like, I just wanted to destroy something beautiful. Right. right. If I see Gucci Mike, hey, I hope he's lost his hair in all this time, <laughs> and then I could call him fucking Timmy or Hair Club for Men, whatever. I gotta be like, Hey, hey bald Mike. Yeah, you've got a response already keyed up. I know. You. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck Gucci Mike If any of you people Who listen to my show See Gucci Mike On the street Tell him Todd Perry Says hello Like that But hello. he might not
2: he might just Say, say,
0: <laughs> say Timmy, hello
2: Say
1: Timmy Says hello
0: <laughs> Timmer. Timmer Timmer Timmer
1: Yeah you owned it huh
0: Yeah I did so, you,
1: you had no choice You were just like Fuck it I'll own this shit He's like
0: Hey Timmy Oh you son of a bitch Oscar Cannon of the Beer. I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> Number four on my enemies list. Wow. Phil, the trivia guy at Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that you heard that. Wow. Let me tell you why Phil, the trivia guy,
2: is on my enemies list. Got it. Go.
0: Phil, the trivia guy, back in 2002.
2: I was sitting at a bar. This is hell of a yeah. This is like a hell of a grudge week.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm really Gucci <laughs> like, Mike. So, was the
2: last time you saw that guy?
1: See, I, I felt bad putting like energy into this. Todd felt good. Like yeah. this is like
0: I, I get. I feel, I feel really energies. free right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Phil, the trivia guy, I'm hanging out at a bar. I'm hanging out at the Red Room on Fourth Street in Long Beach. I don't know maybe 2003. Okay, we're having a cigarette, and Phil, the trivia guy, goes. Oh, yeah, I saw you a couple weeks ago with the brunette. Mm. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to be my girlfriend. And it was Jenny. Mm. And he's like, yeah, she was really hot. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can see why you're not together anymore because she was way out of your league. Like, she was gorgeous and like... What the fuck is this guy? This guy's <laughs> fucking... He's fucking di- Another person dissing my look,
2: right? Just right... Was he as good looking as Gucci Mike?
0: <laughs> Phil? Yeah. The trivia guy.
2: Yeah. No. Or was he saying that to you as Phil's a? As Phil's a, a
0: seven, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I write, man. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, no, exactly. So,
0: so Phil, Phil drops this on me. I'm like, why are you gonna drop that on a guy? You should, you should be congratulating, not hating. Be like, oh, you did pretty good. Like that chick was hot. Yeah, good I'm job. I'm it didn't happen. I ho- I hope you got your nut off.
1: Not I hope. Yeah. I hope she's with a better looking guy. I hope because you look like shit. Yeah. Yeah, which is what he was saying. Yeah. That guy's fucked up, man. You should wear some spanks like Al Chang. <laughs> he did look good. Al did look good. Wow. But uh, as far as... Was it a Spank shirt? Why are... Uh, the whole body outfit? Yeah. He did not that. Yeah, oh. at my
0: wedding, Al Chang wore... It's like a wore... swimmer
1: outfit, like a wrestling thing.
0: But you got to admit that Al looked good at my wedding. It sucked
1: in. Yeah, it looked great.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But now that I know he was, you know, keeping everything <laughs> there in. was a falsehood. <laughs> he was keeping everything tight. It's like he
0: was doping yeah exactly (laughs) he was wearing spank everybody else just let it hang out Lance Armstrong
1: in your eyes no yeah
2: I could have done that shit too (laughs) would look like a fucking champ I could look good I think that bastard touched my stomach you would look good tapped it like if I was pregnant (laughs) you
0: would look good and then him you tapped his stomach and it felt like he was wearing Kevlar he looked so strong but it was just he was wearing spanks right it's like a superhero yeah so Asian superhero then okay so now now it gets worse so that's my first real interaction with Phil the trivia guy I, I was in uh, trivia. You know, I, I go to I do bar trivia all the time. It's one of my one of my hobbies. <laughs> right. And, I'd like to know this. Really? And, yeah. And so it was a Monday <laughs> Monday night at Alex's bar in Long Beach, the bar where they film uh, True Blood. Right. And so when the bars at True Blood, they film True Blood, and I'm over there. I'm doing trivia, and the trivia question was it was like a music round, and they played the song "Summertime" in the LBC. Got it. Okay. And they said who did this song? Mm-hmm. And my answer was. Buck, who would you put down as the answer for who's saying "summertime"? Summertime, it's not not Warren G, it's not Nate Dog, but it's like their group or something together. It's
1: like pigeon coop or something weird. It's the Dove
0: Shack, yes, pigeon coop, pigeon coop. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote down, I wrote down the Dove Shack, (laughs) and he said wrong. It's Warren G. No, 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 it's the Dove Shack. And so then I went up. I went up to the front. You
1: made a stink.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I made this thing. Went to the front of the bar and I talked to Phil, the trivia guy, and I got I got right in his face, him and Dave. All right, you know, mm. fingerprints, Dave. And I went right, you know, Dave. Remember Dave? I
2: do. I didn't know that he, that
0: guy is still around. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I see Dave all the time. <laughs> okay, uh, but but fuck him because he's he's number seven on my enemies okay, list because he associates it. with the son of a bitch. Wow. So I Dave, go right man. up to him and I say I say you know what uh, it's actually look at this I I uh, I looked it up on my iPhone it's the Dove Shack it's not Warren G Warren G's on the sh- on the song but and he's like I don't know. <laughs> later, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to <laughs> what tell it, you. Was,
2: <laughs> was the source
1: questionable? Was it Wikipedia, or what, where did you pull it up? And did this cost you the game, or were you just bitching? Did um, it cost you a game?
0: No, it. You, well, here's what happened. Later, <laughs> later, he comes up and he goes, "You know, Todd, I've reviewed uh, what happened, and yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna give you that point." You. All right, you were right. But, yeah, that's good. But no, no. But here's the problem: there was a whole room full of people when I made my stink. He did not publicly acknowledge the fact that I was right. Hmm. He wouldn't do it publicly. He right. would, you know, face to face. But that so, doesn't matter. When I was embarrassed in front of a whole fucking room of people while well, I was right, I stood up for what was right and he didn't even he didn't even acknowledge it. So it's like you're like, so like Rosa Parks. So it's like Phil, "Hey, you're wrong in trivia." Hey, hey, stand up in front of the whole group and say Todd Perry is right. And he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he would I demanded satisfaction like fucking Barry Lyndon, Really? Right? Wow. And he really? would not give me satisfaction. So Phil you're on my fucking enemies list. Watch oh. your back. Watch Wait, your back, cuz. Is cause. your
2: hate now? When you walked up to Phil, like, and you were like, "It's the fucking Dub Shack." Were you thinking about like you know that situation with the girl ten years, twelve years ago?
0: Yeah, that was on my mind. Okay, that was uh, that was part of that. But he, you know what? I so I demanded satisfaction not only I, for the slight years ago where he dissed my look, hmm. where I was a, and, did, I, and I had bad hair then too.
2: Did he? <laughs> Did he uh, provide the satisfaction you were looking for?
0: No. He he did not give me... He he gave me the point. I don't give a fuck about the point. What I care about is how I stood up in public.
2: And did you say to him, I want you to say it out loud...
0: I figured any real man would just any guy who has no, a, that's a no. right, that's set of no. stones so would, would say, "Hey, you know what? I'm wrong. That, it wasn't Warren G. It was the Dove Shack. Todd Perry. You are correct. Thank you." And, but here was what the, is this, the eighteen, Wait, like yeah. whatever they like,
2: Excuse me. Wait, let's I have an this, announcement. Let's play this out. So I like. demanded
0: <laughs> satisfaction. But think about this, think about it this way. We were in Long Beach doing trivia. The question was about a song, "Summertime" in the LBC about Long Beach. Right. He didn't want to stand up in Long Beach acting like he didn't know about where he fucking lived. Hmm. That was his weakness. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wait, so,
2: so let me play this out real quick. So like, so like he says that to you, you know, I'll, I'll give you the point and that's it. And you said, yeah, all right. I said,
0: yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. No, all right. Thank you. Thank and then, you. But then, it was like then, a pissed off you. It was like palms up. Like, all right, thank you. Thank you. But I thought he would go right back up to the stand where he has the microphone where he talks to the whole fucking bar and he go, well, Todd Perry and, and, and was unless, correct.
2: Unless you... <laughs> Tell him what it is you want. Now you just look like an asshole. No, I had the guy with the arms up. That's my point.
0: Well, now I look like an asshole because he didn't redeem me in front of the whole room.
2: His job is to take care of him, not to take care of you. You just assumed
1: he's supposed to redeem. Like he knows what's up. But a true man admits (laughs) his mistakes. He should simply fucking ring a bell or
2: something. (laughs) He should. (laughs) I fucked up.
0: He should. He (laughs) should say, you know what? But you know what? That just shows he's morally weak Mm. and that's why he's an enemy. I can't trust him.
2: Oh, that you sound like Nixon.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can gonna...
2: You got this all down.
0: Well, this Yeah. Are you recording? I'm start going off on the Jews hey, in a second. Hey,
1: are you recording us right now? Like for real? No, I'm not are recording. Are you recording us? I'm not recording like, anybody in the room my right now. god.
0: No one is being recorded Todd, without their knowledge. Todd Stiviano. The... Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs>
2: Right, so so far, we have two that are just, just, just rake you, like rip you apart on how disgusting you look. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's right. two guys. <laughs> so it's far, that's what I've got down. <laughs> That's what I want to know is this whole Who's list about your looks? And I'm not sure. So, like, is it, is Gucci Mike less, further down on your list because there was only one incident and this guy's. Higher because there was the point incident, and yeah, the were look a repeat.
0: Incident. It's a, it's a, he's a repeat offender. Repeat, I uh, got it. Okay, he's a he's a uh, habitual line stepper. Got, right? Gotcha. Go. Gotcha. Oh, good. This guy's Weird. a thorn in your paw. Oh yeah. oh yeah, considerable paw. Got it. Next, number three, and he's a, this this guy should be on all of our enemies list. Hmm. A guy named Jason Garcia. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. You know, what? first of all, that fool owes me money.
2: Yes, he does. That fool
0: owes Oscar money. He doesn't owe Buck money. He almost owes Buck money. (laughs) You don't know him? Who? This is some of Buck's great memory, by the way. I'm sorry. Buck, you were there. This guy owns a record label. Owned. Owned. Yeah. In LA. And he invited us, because we're such an amazing rock and roll band, to be on a tribute to Weezer record back in the day. This is, I don't know, all of my grudges go back years. And this was in uh, 1998-ish.
1: When you could still make a record solid, like a a
0: whole record, and put it out and get money for it. Yes. Yes. Not like today. No. And so this guy put out an album, and it was a tribute to Weezer. So we contributed. He said, you know, you guys are the best band in the world. You guys make some of the best music. I want to entrust you, we got the rights from Weezer for people to, to to make music. And so we put our nose to the grindstone. We, we uh, covered Butterfly on the, the last track of the Pinkerton record by Weezer. That's right. We did a shit job. That's right. Yeah. And I don't, th- I don't think I played on it. This was right as you were joining the band. I don't think I played on it. The the more I listened to that record, the more I realized I wasn't on it. Right. You were on
1: something else. We had some amazing violin it.
0: on it, though. Yeah, we did have a viola player that played for Yellow Card. that's right. And is currently playing with John Legend. That's right. That bastard. Rodney, our our buddy Rodney. Yeah. You got to hang with Rodney. I remember that that guy. I remember that guy. So Rodney played Viola. We put out this amazing track, whatever. Today, you can go to iTunes and you can download the track we did. That shit track. Because you know you did. Oh, no. No, I've just seen it online. (laughs) Because I saw this guy at a wedding recently and he walked in. I was like, "That motherfucker owes me money." I saw, I saw the track online. He sold shitloads of this fucking record in Japan. Made all this money. Give us one hundred twenty-five dollars, just put between three people. I made thirty dollars off this. This motherfucker been selling this record for fifteen years.
1: That's yeah. right.
0: So Jason sounds Garcia like, sounds like
1: Motown
2: back then. And, in the and day. every time, yeah. every time you see him, he would say,
0: "Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, you know what? It's it's doing pretty good. I got some people looking at stuff." We went to a strip club in Vegas like, like three years ago. and went out for a buddy's wedding. He came out, and then I was like, This motherfucker needs to buy me drinks all night. And what happened? And, well, he, no, what happened? He, here, here's why he's on. He also was the guy that was like, I think the girl likes me. He thought the stripper liked him in the club. Mm. The fuck? And so we were totally late getting back. He's like, I think she wants to hook up. You, you. And then he was like, you want me to pay her off and then we can all have sex? I was like, no, I don't want to have sex with a fucking stripper. I'm a married man. You should have right? gone with the yes. That's true. So maybe he should be so an enemy. Just so he spends the money. Yeah, that, exactly. So he can Dude, spend the money. even him. if you
2: don't use it, at least he, you know, he dropped the, the bills right. At least
0: she got the money off of our fucking hard work. And then you're
2: like, no, I'm not going to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, worthy for number three on my enemies list?
2: Oh, I think he should be higher. I want to see what else you got.
0: He's—he's. He's, I'd assume that you—if you had your enemies list, he'd be. Yeah, on he's well.
1: definitely on my list.
0: That motherfucker owes me money. Yeah.
1: And you—you you feel the same way? Like he owes? Oh yeah, a, definitely. He owes you.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I'm not as angry about it as Todd. I mean, yeah. you know, I just think that guy you was You should the biggest. be.
0: He owes you money.
2: He was just a big douche. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, I, I knew what we were getting ourselves into. Like, the guy, the first day we meet him, he offers us quiche. Like, who the fuck does that shit? <laughs> like, I'm like a burger dude. I'm not like a quiche dude. Yeah. And like, like, here's some appetizers, bros. And let's record. In my living room. Who the fuck does that shit? It was a nice living room. It was though. a nice living room.
1: Well, but, well but, you mean nice like furniture-wise, not like look, nice sound guy, recording-wise. No, this guy well, had some know. like
0: Louis Fourteenth furniture. Right,
1: that's what I'm saying. It was this, nice furniture. He had
0: a room in the house that was like locked off. You couldn't go into it. was like, a mu- He had like a museum room in the house. Okay. It was like only fa- fancy pants people. What is right. he, Cameron Fry?
1: Dude, the thing about this dude... <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> must get a Cameron Fryish, right? Dude,
2: yeah. the thing about this dude is that he was better at the game than we were. I mean, he, he came up through money. Making money was
0: his thing. Yeah. Right. And you know. fucking huge women. Oh, yeah. It's oh, ter- so, the, okay, this guy. Okay. We should just I mean, rip the, on him the rest of the I know. night. Mm-hmm. The, the audience is like, who are we talking about? So, this guy, his best friend, this is another reason why he should be on an enemies list. His best friend, this guy, Jason Garcia. Jason Garcia's best friend, Steve, had a sister that's right that was about five hundred pounds yeah she was she was a big woman that's precious <laughs> she was precious size <laughs> and god bless god bless, I, I I ain't judging but huh. so Even
2: sapphire would be proud he would
0: lie She's to his best he would lie to his best friend and he would bring the five hundred pound girl over and he'd plow her all night. All the but so you know, maybe that's a he's maybe he's doing a, a good public service,
2: I guess. Yeah, no, but you no, know yeah.
0: what? Jason Garcia. Oh, that's his real name. I, I think I said Jamie. No, no, I said I said I use his real name, right? You got it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Gucci Mike, Jamie, right. Jason.
0: Fuck you, Jason Garcia. Number two, we're getting close. Oh, hmm. Gail. Gail from the Uptown Dog Park in Long Beach.
2: Oh, I thought mm. it was... Okay, go ahead.
0: And she looks like a lesbian James Earl Jones. Mm. And she comes up in the dog park all the time where my wife like to take our dog over on uh, Del Amo and Long Beach Boulevard. Got it. yeah, it's like it's kind of where the hood meets like a really fancy pants neighborhood. Right. It's where I talked about before on the show where I, I caught a guy jerking off in the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah, so uh, Gail runs the Uptown Dog Park and she has her minions around the dog park, so whenever you go there, it's like it, it, she has like these minions that are like Stevie on uh, uh, Eastbound and Down, right? That are like, oh, Gail's coming. Oh, everybody loves Gail. And then this, 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 this bitch comes over, and then she tells everybody about how their dogs need to be. And she's like, oh, you need to hold your dog back. You need to do this. You need to do that. Oh, don't pick up your dog in the park. And she tries to run everybody. Everybody's everybody's game with their dogs in the park. How old is Gail? Yeah, he's about 60. Do you even listen? Who what's, knows? Black don't crack. She could be 100. I was going to say, what's the nationality? She's black? Yeah. I say she looks like lesbian James Earl Jones. Mm. So you take James Earl Jones and, and... I you, thought you, James Earl Jones was white for a sec. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. When he was in the Great White Hope. No, lighter shade. Yeah. Well, mm. you don't see color, Buck. I don't. Spanx would not help Gail. <laughs> and then her dog is the worst motherfucking bitch In the room. And this dog is aggressive and it fights everybody. And so the minute my wife and I take Murray and Scout to the dog park, the minute this bitch walks in the room, Hmm. we just just leave. Why don't you just let your dog do whatever
2: it is you want? What? Just let the dog do whatever it is it wants.
0: I do, but I, I have to deal with this woman trying to fucking tell me... Had to deal with my dog. And then she she has spies around the place. She has like the NSA. She probably has her own enemies list that I'm on. Fuck
2: them. You know what you need to do is next time you go, either say you don't know English or... Yeah. Put on some headphones, you and Sarah. And then when she's talking to you about your dog, go like this. Like you point at your ear like you can't hear her. Right.
0: right, right, right. I can't, can't hear her. <laughs> She's like, No, I, no, I can't you, can't
2: no I, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're dog
0: You need to put your dog and down. Then,
2: you know, you make the face like, oh, I can't really hear you, and then you're just pointing at the you ear. You go like this.
1: I can't hear you. Do you want me to turn it up? And then you oh, flicker oh, off. Oh, you know, you have the middle finger down yeah, like and that. then you go, You want me to there turn it is. up like that? That's how you get her. I like that. The finger, the bird, you know what? Yeah,
2: Todd. So Fla. far, I'm really like really disappointed in you with all of this. <laughs> what? First, you got a dude who like talks shit about you and says dude, that you look like Timmy, and you're like, yeah, I look like Timmy, ha ha ha. And then you got another dude who like says that you are like not in this girl's league when you should have been like, yeah, yo, bro. I got a massive dick. That's why she likes me, or like whatever. Yeah, that's true. Like, true. You though. should have had a comeback, and then like when he like tells you, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you the point," and then later says, "You know what? I realize that maybe you're right." You should have been like, "Fuck you," or like tell everybody, and like you just you backed off, and then now you have this big lesbian.
0: <laughs> yes, you have very large. You, lesbian. You've gone up
2: against worse lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> Truman. Truman exactly you went up against she should
0: be on my enemies list you know Truman be, from the she, lesbian bar that killed me in pool one night right. yeah like, fuck that
2: bitch you've been up against tougher lesbians that chick was like a, that chick was like a fucking lawn shoreman. hard as nails right she, she didn't give a fuck right <laughs> so like so far like everything is like you know you just you you put your head down and you walk away from all of these
0: so maybe <laughs> maybe it's my problem Maybe well, I just need to stand up for myself. I, th- I, th-
2: I think that maybe if you had some stones, you wouldn't have these people on your on your list. You'd be wow. like, eh, "I right. fucking showed that bitch. Exactly. Uh, I showed that dude. Fuck that dude."
1: It
0: feels better to show them up.
1: Yeah,
2: right. like, you wouldn't have. They wouldn't be on your hate list if you like, you fucking let them have it.
0: Well, let me give you number one, and then you can judge me. <laughs> okay, go. Huh? All right. Smooth jazz legend Dave Koz. Oh, you said, I think that this doesn't end well either. <laughs> if you said Kenny G. I thought no. It's Dave Koz.
2: Dave Koz. Fucking that. I... That
1: dude
0: didn't. If <laughs> not... I see Dave Koz, I will. I will try to pile driver him. Wow. If I ever run into Dave, you remember Dave Cause, right? From the Arsenio Hall show back in the oh, day. Yeah. He, he was on Arsenio the other day, actually. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Now Dave Cause is a flamboyant. Saxophone player that used to do the morning show at KTWV, the Wave. Okay. That was owned by CBS. So I used to, uh, you know, it, when I worked for KLSX, the radio station, it was on the same floor. It was the next radio station over. Mm-hmm. So when I'd ever I'd I'd eat lunch, I'd eat lunch with KLSX people, K Earth One Hundred and One, uh, and the the Wave. We'd all eat together. So Dave did the morning show. Uh, for the wave, and so we'd sit and eat lunch together. And this guy was the player hater of the millennium. Right now, he was an affluent guy. He had a, he had his shit together. He was he was like dating dudes that uh, I I knew their boyfriends and shit from a guy I went to high school with. But so Dave Im- impressive. So Dave, <laughs> yeah. Dave, who who was a very affluent guy who plays huge shows, Can I get a beer, man? Thank you. plays a lot of gay cruises. Oh Dave, big time. yeah, and, and he'll he'll play like he'll play like the fucking nice. Hollywood Bowl, right Wow, Dave, That's I'd fun. sit down and have lunch, and I was you know I was making no money at the time, I was making you know ten dollars an hour working for the radio station, and I would make like spaghetti, I'd make a big batch of spaghetti for the week, and then I'd sit and eat it you know in the the lunch room, and then he'd go, "Hey, Todd, like, hey, Dave, cause <laughs> and he'd go, "Is that good spaghetti?" Like, yeah, it's pretty damn good spaghetti. I made it myself. And he goes, you know, I know that's good spaghetti. It's on your shirt, dog. And then he would like do the, Mm. oh, and then walk away. How old is this gentleman? He was like 40
1: at the time. (laughs) It's on your shirt, dog. Yeah,
0: he would just say that. And then what? Didn't he make fun of
1: your dark ham?
0: Oh, no, no. One time I came in and I had a Denty Or Denty Moore. Yes, I Denty Moore beef stew. Oh, that's good shit. Denty Moore beef stew. Smooth jazz legend Dave Koz sees me microwaving my, my stew. And we're in the lunchroom. We're watching like Frosty and Frank do their show or whatever. Right. We're in the lunchroom and Dave Koz is like, Hey, Todd, what is that you're eating? I was like, Denty More beef stew. And he's like, is that the high-end beef stew? <laughs> oh! And then he just like walk off. Does he do the oh? Yeah, he just like all the all Dave Cause did was just hate on me, and like he was a what, TV legend. He actually did the audio though. Yes. Like oh yeah. What the and, fuck and is that? The minute he was replaced by Brian McKnight was one of the best days of my life because nice. Brian McKnight was a nice guy. Yeah. But, you know what's weird is it.
2: You, ever, you have those friends that you know that are like the guy that you just rip on every time. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like you, you are really cool with them. You love him to death, but they're just they are your punchline. When, whenever they show up, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like Wee. Pee-wee. fucking peewee's here. Yeah, or, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah! You know, such and such is here, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" That guy's here because you know it's just gonna be you and like five other guys, like <clears throat> just fucking ripping on him, and he takes it. Mm. Maybe you were that for Dave. Cause
0: I was that, cause but but the, here it it's not fair. When I'm a young guy who's trying to make (laughs) his living in radio, wait, 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 no, and then (laughs) Dave hes playing the fucking Hollywood Bowl, and then I'm just trying to make a goddamn (laughs) living, get a career going, and this motherfucker's making fun of my spaghetti because I made spaghetti in bulk because I had no money. I was poor.
2: You know what? You were all right. I was all right with number one, and your situation with number one until you just said (laughs) it's not fair. It's not fair. Like you saw what? you sounded like the bad guys from the big Lebowski.
0: <laughs> like all right, this so. isn't about that, Oscar. It's not yeah. about that. It's like I was working hard, and this guy did everything he could to squelch my shit, but he was replaced by Brian McKnight. Mm. And then I almost have reason to be with Brian McKnight because I took my wife into the radio station one day for a tour. And she's like, oh, hey, didn't you have wow, that's a sexy man. Didn't you? Have and so I was like, oh, my God, my wife almost gave herself to Brian McKnight. That's what I'm
2: saying. Didn't you have an issue with George Pinocchio, too?
0: <laughs> no, no, I had, a, I had an issue with Sam Rubin. Ah, oh, that's who it was. Yeah. But it. That's that's for a whole nother show. He's like, he's no, he's like, like number, number eight. Tw- he's like the number 12 to 13. Gotcha.
1: Did, were you wearing your black face when you were with Sam Rubin? Because you might have thought you were Samuel Jackson or
0: <laughs> I was about to say, did it make <laughs> you feel good when
1: that shit happened to him? <laughs> that shit was hilarious
0: alright I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the far out oh, podcast today if you listen to the show you're not on my enemies list oh. you are my friend and two people that are, are definitely on my friends list friends of new yes.
1: and uh, we'll get
0: to we had something else we, <laughs> we wanted to talk to uh, talk about today That's we'll do what it on. I was bringing it up yeah. we'll hit it on the next show we're already 45 minutes in I oh. like thank everybody for listening to the far out podcast uh, follow us on the twitter thank you Oscar Tejeda thank you Buck Perez oh thank you alright
2: Rain into a paper cup They slither
0: while they pass They slip away across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves
2: of joy Are drifting through my open mind
0: Possessing and caressing me